Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Patrick Conley, glad to be with you again, along with Cammie Refume, our producer, Paul Sonic, our technical producer, coming to you through the relevant Radio 1330 AM studios in Golden Valley. As a practicing Catholic, you are probably familiar with the spiritual and corporal works of mercy. Clothe the naked, feed the hungry, care for the sick. Another one of the corporal works of mercy is visiting the imprisoned, which is actually what we'll be focusing on today. Maybe you've been curious about prison ministry. What exactly is it? How can I take the next step and get involved? Or if you're already part of prison ministry, maybe you're looking for more community. Here to help us with both of these ideas is Faye Connors, co-founder and board member of Twin Cities Prison Ministry. Faye, welcome to the program. Thank you, Patrick. It's so nice of you to allow me to share some information about prison ministry. Absolutely. I look forward to our discussion. Well, let's let's uh, talk about prison ministry in general as a corporal work of, of mercy. What's involved with prison ministry? Well, you know, uh, prison and jail ministry opportunities are many and varied. You can spend as little or as much time and effort as you want. Um, committing to writing a letter once a month for a year requires very little time, but means a lot to the receiver. Um, some of us work on teams producing Ignatian meditation videos based on the scriptures of the week with meditations from Father Miguel Kennedy of the Jesuit Restorative Justice Initiative. These uh, take participants about 15 to 20 minutes to film scripture readings or meditations, songs that we weave together and send uh, into uh, the Minnesota State Prisons. We started producing these videos over two years ago when the prison system was on lockdown and we were no longer able to visit inside. Um, there's also many mentoring opportunities for folks who are transitioning back into the community. Most of the Christian-based transition homes have Bible study every day, and they need volunteers, perhaps on a once-a-week basis, or um, and they're always in need of mentors to teach skills as well. Mm. So Twin Cities Prison Ministry always produces guidance before you ever begin working in prison ministry. It's not for everyone. And we want to make sure that you are prepared before you begin. Sure, yeah, absolutely. If I may, I, I'd like to ask too. So, after the lockdown, are you then? Are you now back in visiting and and uh, paying visits to to prisoners? So they have they started opening the uh, prisons about two months ago. So okay. understand that they've been on lockdown for over two plus years, um, but that continues to change they can if they have an increase in um covid they'd lock the prisons down again mm. so we have been going back on a on a short-term basis okay but it's All not right. for everyone like the big programming hasn't started again like our two-day rec retreats and chorus retreats are um are not back in there so these are only for mass and um uh, communion services Okay. All right. Very good. Well, I, I can only imagine, I mean, it's hard enough I can, well, I again, only imagine that it's hard enough living a life of uh, being imprisoned. And so what, give us some idea of what these things mean, all the things that you've talked about, um, from the letter writing to the videos to the actual in-person visits and mentoring. What do these mean for those who are incarcerated? Well, uh, if you wouldn't mind, I'd like to read an excerpt from a letter that an inmate in Rush City wrote several Absolutely. years ago yes, after please. participating in a Residence Encounter Christ two-day retreat. So, um, quote, 
uh, and this is used with permission. Um, okay. I wanted you to know, I understand now. I didn't before. When I committed my crime, I should have been in Texas. Texas carries the death penalty. Unforeseen circumstances put me in Minnesota, a state that does not practice the death penalty. When I was going to trial, I asked my lawyer if I could be tried in a state that carried the death penalty. I hated my life. I wanted to die, and I deserved it. In Texas, the average time on death row is 10 years. I should have been executed by lethal injection three years ago. I always wondered if this was part of God's plan to show me mercy, but more importantly, to give me the courage, strength, and wisdom to see the blessing in disguise. A missionary of hope or an angel fallen from heaven to help lead me to Jesus. Uncompromising circumstances made me an angry, skeptical person. But your teachings and ministry changed all that. I thank you. My family thanks you. And my life and daily interactions with people and places bring a light I've never had before. I love you guys very much. So there's some pretty heartfelt sentiment in there. And, you know, when I first went into the prison on retreats, I was skeptical, too, because what can it? I mean, I know that the Holy Spirit can do anything, but I said, you know, okay, so they've attended this two-day retreat, and they're on fire for the Lord, but how do they keep that intensity going while they're in prison, where there isn't a lot of hope? Um, and I come back year after year, and these people, when we have these retreats again, uh, the people who have gone through it before are on the prayer team for the next group of people. And, you know, this person who wrote this letter has been coming back year after year, of course, during the pandemic. This was not, we were not able to meet with them. But, um, yeah, I was skeptical at first, but boy, oh boy, you know, the Holy Spirit just changes people's lives in an instant. So, yeah. Yeah, well, and what what a great uh, great testimony too. Thank you for reading that letter. It's it's heavy stuff, but it's so important stuff that we that we hear that these types of effects are had by those who commit to prison prison ministry. Whether it is like you said, something like writing a letter or helping with the videos or mentoring and visiting and all that sort of thing. So, um, very very powerful stuff. Thank you so much for sharing that, Faye. Um. Let's talk a little bit about this upcoming prison ministry conference that's happening here on October 21st and 22nd. Tell us about that. Okay, I'd love to. The conference is open to everyone, those who are seeking to find out what God wants them to do, and those who currently journey with those affected by incarceration. Um, We'd love to have you journey with us from forgiveness through healing to being recommissioned to do God's work. Um, We are honored and humbled that our Good Shepherd Archbishop Bernard Hebda of the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis will open the conference with Mass on Friday at 1 p.m. Celebrating with him will be priests who are currently going to prisons to celebrate the Mass and reconciliation. And we can always use more laity to assist um, in um, these and communion services within the prison walls. Uh, There will be three panels of returning citizens who will share their personal stories of their struggle and salvation through Jesus. The panelists have taken a risk and opened their lives to us by sharing these stories and experiences, going through forgiveness to healing, and then being recommissioned. Another uh, wonderful uh, speaker joining us will be Sister Helen Prejean. She will Zoom um, from her home in New Orleans, and she's be discussing her advocacy for the abolition of the death penalty worldwide at 6 p.m. on Friday night. 
She wrote the book, Dead Man Walking, an eyewitness account of the death penalty in the United States. And at 83, she is so spunky and irresistible, and you just have to hear her story. Hmm. Um, Saturday morning, we will begin with a healing mass and service um, um, presided by um, Father Jim Livingston from the Church of St. Paul in Ham yeah. Lake. Sure. And after that, there will be time for um, reconciliation and spiritual healing from priests and pastors. Hmm. Um, during wow. dinner on Friday and lunch on Saturday, you'll have time to ask questions of the presenters and exhibitors. And then we are also really honored to have uh, Minnesota Department of Corrections Commissioner Paul Schnell, who will close the conference. Um, he will be sharing his vision for the future of corrections and how we can help him achieve his goals. Hmm. So. Wow. Well, it sounds like a great, a great lineup. We're speaking with Faye Connors, co-founder and board member of Twin Cities Prison Ministry, uh, and about the upcoming Twin Cities Prison Ministry Prison Ministry Conference, which is coming up October twenty-first and twenty-second at the Church of Saint Joseph in Rosemont. And uh, I, I'm I'm thinking that this is a good event. You've said a couple of times now that prison ministry isn't necessarily for everyone. So I'm guessing, though, that if people are toying with the idea of maybe getting involved in some way in prison ministry, that this might this conference might be a good place to start. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, everyone will have time to to. Um, well, we'll we'll have an exhibition area too, where other organizations who work in prison ministry will also be there, and uh. you can go and speak to them about uh, uh, what they do, and maybe you can find something that'll fit into your comfort level. Um, it doesn't have to be going within the walls. You know, as we even have a, an email that we send out once a month to, uh, we call them our prayer companions, and our spiritual director, Father Stan Sleds, writes these meditations once a month that you can just, um, we can just send you an email every month mm. so that you can, you know, pray for our, uh, those who are affected by incarceration. Exactly. That that's that's just it. Is that we're all as as we've said, it's one of the corporate works of mercy. So we're all tra- called to be involved in some way, and uh, I, it's it's one of those things that really, as we kind of said at the top of the interview, that uh, it's it can kind of fall through the cracks that uh, we don't think about it all that often. Actually, where I live, I'm not far from a medium security prison myself, so I just need to just take notice of it and and remember to pray for. This is a men's prison, so for the men who are imprisoned there, um, who are incarcerated there, so uh, and, and their spiritual and well being. I'm sorry, I didn't. I, no, please. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah but also uh, pray for the staff and their and the families of yeah. both the incarcerated and and the staff members and the people who volunteer there, and for the victims too. You know, they all need that prayer. Right. So, of course. Course, wow! How did you first start getting involved with uh, Twin Cities Prison Ministry? Uh, well, before we created right. uh, Twin Cities Prison Ministry, we, you know, you know how God works. You know, He sets you up a long time ago. So maybe <laughs> when I was yes. when I was in college and I took the sociology course, and um, we were supposed to volunteer in some activity, and so I volunteered to tutor women in uh, a, a prison, and. Um, I can remember my first day walking in and hearing those bars clang behind me mm. and then being with these women who were, weren't much different than me. Um, I think that was the first inkling that he put in there. And then as time passed, he prepared me for things that, you know, I didn't think had any relationship to uh, what I'm doing now. And, you know, as old as I am, I can see the, the <laughs> I can look back and say, Oh, that's why he wanted me to do that. But, mm. So, 
I guess, you know, it's just paying attention to what uh, what Jesus was asking me to do. So. Right, right. Well, and, and would then, that we all would do that, right? The nudging of uh, Father Paul Jarvis, who said, you know, my husband and I are, are walking through the uh, gathering space, and he says, why don't you start prison ministry here? And that's at mm-hmm. the Church of St. Joseph's, where we are having this conference, and we do that humbly because uh, they gave us the the space and the time and the uh, opportunity to start Twin Cities Prison Ministry there. But anyway, you never know who that angel is that's going to speak in your ear. <laughs> well, that's right. That's right. And like you said, just paying attention is uh, is a big first step in terms of uh, in doing the will of the Lord in your life. And you never know when he gets a hold of something like that. Amazing things not just can happen, but will happen. And it sounds like that's exactly what's happened with Twin Cities Prison Ministry. Well, Faye, uh, we do need to hear from you. Where do people, where can they go to find out more about the conference or just about Twin Cities pr- Prison Ministry in general? Well, if you would go to our website, it's just tcprisonministry.com. So tcprisonministry.com. And that's our website. You can, um, if you can't make the conference, we'll have video of it on there afterwards. Um, we also have other uh, resources that you can um, check out and other opportunities that uh, we have available. Um, so that's probably yeah. the best place to, to go and find uh, anything. So, Okay, wonderful. TCPrisonMinistry.com. And uh, I got to say that there, is, there are some, uh, some intriguing things that you've shared with us today, and I'm sure that our listeners are, are intrigued as well, and that there might be some that are experiencing that nudge even now. So I hope we see some great fruit even from this interview, but certainly from the upcoming Twin Cities Prison Ministry Conference. Faye, it's been a delight speaking with you, and I am grateful uh, that you are doing all that you're doing with, uh, with prison ministry. So thank you for introducing us to it, for introducing the conference, and especially for all the work that you do. God bless you. Thank you, Patrick. Can I just end with one more sentence? Sure, please. Um, a friend shared this with me this morning, and he said, um, well, I'll make it, okay. It says, Lord, never let me feel that any sin of mine is greater than your love. No matter what my past has been, I can begin anew. Mm-hmm. We too must not forget that it's not up to us to change anyone's life. All we are asked to do is to be present and then let God do the rest. Thank you. Yeah, amen. Thank you, Faye. God bless you. God bless you. Thanks. That website, again, uh, for both information on Twin Cities Prison Ministry and on the conference, the upcoming conference on October 21st and 22nd at St. Joseph's in Rosemont, is tcprisonministry.com. You can also go to archspm.org slash events for more details on the conference, as well as a link to register for the conference. Upcoming events, witty banter, and a glimpse at next week's show. Count Cammie, Paul, and I have it all right after this, so stay with us.